0: Guys, I'm Bethany
1: and I'm coughing.
0: <laughs> and this is looking for the middle.
1: Uh, my voice is going downhill quick. I will try and project. <laughs> no promises.
0: Dalton has been sick, guys, and so we are trying to get this one recorded so we make sure we have a little bit of a buffer in case he gets sicker or something and we can't record. So this will maybe be a little bit shorter. I am
1: on the struggle bus, but so I am here for you. Dalton's vocal cords. Not okay. you, Bethany. I'm here for oh. the people.
0: Okay, I'm used to it. You're never, you're never there for me. Wow. Friends theme song, not you. Um,
1: no, the beginning of the Friends theme song is me. <laughs> and it hasn't been your week, your month, or your day, your, day, your, your week, week, your month, month, or even your year. <laughs> no one's there for me.
0: Oh, wow, that took a turn.
1: We always take a turn. You have uh, uh, a little housekeeping to do?
0: I okay. do. Housekeeping. Social media, Facebook group, newsletter. Those are my three things. Follow us on social media, instagram lftm underscore podcast ladies if you would like to join our facebook community where you guys can interact with each other bounce ideas off of each other dating scenarios dating questions all the things lftm community on facebook is the place to be and last but not least if you would like to be on our mailing list go to our website lookingforthemiddle.com there is a button at the top that says sign up for the newsletter click it do it there put your email address in do that okay Great. Now it's my turn for a question of the day.
1: Go. And with are we being... just going to go back and forth like this the entire episode? Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So with you being sick, you might this might be one that's uh, recently pertinent. So if you are ever just like, okay, I just need space. I need time. No one around. I need time to myself. Where's your like go-to place? Like if you're just like, just need to chill, collect your thoughts, whatever. Where's your place that you like to just be alone? The water. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> i make a beeline for the water so if it's okay. a lake a pond a stream anywhere where i can hide from humanity yep and go fishing or just wander around in the woods near water uh-huh that's my go-to yeah i could live on the water i would yeah but i'm poor and i can't <laughs> so You're that ain't happening rich. Uh, to live on the water you do well
0: on the water okay fine
1: that's why i said i want to live on the water I can... but i can't afford it
0: well okay Because I'm poor. You look out and see the lake from my place, but I'm not on the water, and I'm I'm certainly not rich. Okay, that's a good one. Mine is my car, because I'll just get in the car and drive. No, I just like that clears my head. Get in the car and just go somewhere. No,
1: because then I'm sitting in traffic or I'm around other people.
0: Trafficy places, like I.
1: There's other people on the road, and like I I don't like any of you.
0: Rough time. It's been a while ago now, but I literally got in my car. And took off in the direction away from, like, traffic. And I hit the South Carolina border and was like, oh.
1: Good grief.
0: Probably should turn around and go home.
1: Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. I can't so, say I've done that.
0: That's that's the only time I've ever done that. But, yeah, if I need to clear my head, I just get in the car, go for a drive. It clears my head. No,
1: I, I, I like to go around and drive from time to time. Nah, I won't deny that one. Uh, I can't do it as much here. Yeah. Cause well, I, I'll have to go way north to be able well, to pull it saying, off I'm here.
0: enough north that I can just go a little more no, than you are. Either. I'm already close enough. I'm gonna enough be in to, traffic no matter nothing, where I go. Because
1: yeah. I always forget about it. So yeah. So there's no avoiding traffic no matter what I do. Yeah. That, that used to be good. my thing when I lived in Kentucky. But I just let me go for a walk. Mm, I mean, last night yeah. I, I had been again because I'm sick. I had just been laying around all day long. Trying to just rest and say, I'm going to recuperate this weekend, yeah. which I didn't do a lot, even though I did walk 18 holes of golf the other day. And Oh, wow. Like, I think I pushed my body a little bit further than I should have <laughs> at that point. Uh, but it's whatever. I wanted to rest. and I got so tired of laying there. I got up, popped my headphone in, and just went for a walk around my neighborhood. Yeah. It was therapy for me. Mm. And there's this one spot. We have um, near our neighborhood, there's this power line, and there's an old walking trail through there. Okay. It, it so not really much of a walking uh-huh. trail anymore, but it's in the middle of the woods. Oh, that's cool. So I'm in the middle of Lawrenceville, Georgia, where there's not a, and there's woods, but not, not great. That you woods. go out
0: and walk in, yeah.
1: And I can just sneak out the backside of my neighborhood and be in the woods instantly, and that is just therapy for me.
0: That's good, yeah.
1: Nature and me go hand in hand. That's why I golf and yeah. fish and hunt and do all that stuff. Uh-huh. I just want to be outside. Yeah. So typically around water, but if it's outside. Yeah. I'm happy.
0: I'm not a, I like to look at the outside. From, <laughs> I'd like to in, look at the outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, we know the differences. The blinds in your office are closed and mine are constantly open. <laughs> yeah. Because I like to Because we have we have trees we on the back side of our property and I like to look at them and That's sometimes true. disappear into them. Yes, he does. And we'll accidentally get way too close to wildlife.
0: Talk about that another day because yes, you do. Okay. But what we are talking about today is the art of the setup.
1: This is an interesting conversation. This
0: is because my thoughts on this have evolved as I've gotten older, um, and I have now been on both sides of being set up and also being the setup er.
1: Why don't you just say the person doing the setup?
0: Well, that would have made sense if I had started there. Yeah, didn't. So here we are. So With tell the us,
1: setup er. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Uh, what uh. What are your thoughts on being set up?
1: Um it's it is changing. Yeah. It it is changing. It used to be a hard and fast no.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which the reasons for the hard and fast no <laughs> have also changed but yeah. it is the same thing. So when I was younger it was a hard and fast no because I wanted to be able to find someone and it was kind of a pride thing of mm-hmm. I found someone they someone else didn't find someone for me okay i don't know and that just always bothered me when i was yeah. younger <clears throat> i mean i'm still younger but <laughs> when i was younger than i currently yeah. am, it bothered me
0: because
1: uh-huh. i it, i just wanted to be able to go and find my person and nobody yeah. else knows me like i do so of course i'm gonna find them uh because the story just sounds better <laughs> uh, most of it was just arrogance if i'm yeah. being perfectly honest as i got a little bit older uh I started saying no to the setup okay. more because I'm around ministry yeah, and in ministry. So for me, it was difficult uh, as somebody in leadership in a church. Uh, I was an elder for a time, uh, a staff member at a church, whatever it is. It can get really messy really quickly. Uh-huh. So people are always going to want to set you up in the church. You've got uh-huh. little old ladies that want to set you up with your most granddaughter. And you've got uh, aunts and uncles that want to set you up with their niece and... And the person um, who
0: talked to the guy visiting the church, who's been here twice, and they talked to him once after church, who just thinks you'll be perfect together.
1: That, and then you got <laughs> friends that go to another church that think they have someone for you, uh-huh. and uh, all of this stuff. And for me, it's messy because, especially in my church, I I'm still pretty hard and fast, though, in my church. Yes, uh, I still stick with that rule um, across the board, but definitely on the setup because. There's a point in which people think they have control. Mm -hmm. So if they set you up, they get to have a lot of say in the matter. Yes. Around your ministry. Yeah, that's right. Around my ministry.
0: Well, and that's something I was thinking about. for It'll be later on when we're talking about how to do this well is there's this (laughs) transition of control over Uh the situation that needs to take place. And when and how that happens can be very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? instrumental or influential in how things yes. end up playing out I think yes yeah
1: uh, yeah we'll get there yeah. later on <laughs> um, so historically I've been a no around mm-hmm. church ministry but then when it came to at different churches I for some reason was still a no because I felt weird about it and I don't know why I felt yeah. weird about it uh,
0: yeah I'll we'll talk about it
1: Because, again, I think it's a a little bit of a a control issue and a little Mm -hmm. bit of a pride issue of I just want to be the one that found somebody. Uh, Recently, I've started to turn a corner on that one Mm -hmm. and say, all right, look, there are people that know me really, really well that I think know me enough to be able to say this is a good fit. This is not a good Uh fit or this is worth a shot. See where it goes. I think, did I say it on the show that I was finally, or did I just say it to you in private? I don't know. I don't know if I said it on the show or said it it in private. Um, I was jokingly saying to you, I wish my friends that knew me really well would just finally say,
0: yeah,
1: here's a person Uh for you. And that was the first time I had said that. And (laughs) you you looked at me and went, whoa. All right, let's backtrack. So (laughs) I've turned a corner and I've grown to be okay Mm -hmm. with a setup with the condition that the people have to know me really well. Yeah. If we're not super close and you just say, oh, I got somebody for you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh.
0: And I think it's okay to tell people, hey, I really appreciate it. I, I have a couple of people that I've let set me up or I would let set me up, whatever your situation is. But I'm just not comfortable with it across the board. That's fine to tell someone, I think.
1: So before we go into the history, our history with the Senate. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? What were your thoughts? What are your yeah, thoughts mine, on the setup?
0: Mine are similar to yours, except mine wasn't this like, the the. I mean, there was pride involved, I think, in my, well, I don't want to be set up. But it wasn't a, I'm going to do this on my own. It was more of a, I don't know, this was wrong of me. So I think it, to me, it kind of reeked of desperation mm. in my head. Because in my head, what it I said to someone some else to set you up meant, you've obviously failed on your own and you need help. Which is not right, I'm not saying that. So if you've been set up and are happily married, don't think I'm saying you are all desperate. That was, I think, influencing it in my head though. Um, And so that was a, that I was not in favor of it for a really long time. Ironically though, the older I got, as my desperation levels increased, the more okay I got. (laughs) being set up in a very weird ironic turn of events um and i'm mean being kind of tongue-in-cheek but like in all seriousness the older i got the more i was like who cares how you meet someone if someone legitimately has someone that they think would be a good fit for you or that you might hit it off with even if you don't know go to dinner with them talk to them what could it hurt unless it's a situation where you have you know control forever being tangled over your head and i just stay away from you know. but if it's a pretty, you know, hands-off, low-pressure situation, it's just like, hey, I think you two might hit it off. Okay, now you two go from there. What could it hurt? I don't know. That's that's where I'm at now.
1: Yeah, um, that's interesting. <laughs> I think that I had more of that thought process. Yeah. I just didn't know how to word mm-hmm. it. Because um, it, it did feel at the time where, well, if I can't do it, you're admitting defeat. I'm almost. admitting defeat. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not.
0: Yeah. I think I put pity into the equation when there wasn't any.
1: Yeah. I'm just trusting the community around me. Exactly. So that's the corner that I've turned. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the history of it, because yes. I've just recently turned this corner, it's a newer phenomenon <laughs> yeah. to me, uh, and one that I'm learning as uh-huh. I go. Um, so I think the double setup at this point, the double setup sounds weird. No. I've been set up twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point. Uh, And the first one wasn't... I mean, it wasn't any issues there. just There wasn't a click. Which is fine. Which is not
0: a... Yeah. I I mean, mean,
1: both people kind of communicated the same thing. Yeah. We enjoyed spending time together, but it just... We weren't 100% sure. If you're not 100% sure, don't go for it. Yeah. And there was no issue with that. But the good thing was uh, the people knew me well. And they knew what might work and what might not work. Uh And were honest about all of the above and said... Here you go. See what happens.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I think that's the way that it should happen. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, we'll get into that more later. So that was the first one. The next one, uh, have you careful how I mention this one. So I had a lot of uh, friends or mutual acquaintances that I knew through friends that said, we really think this is going to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Here are all of the reasons. And they were wonderful reasons. Mm -hmm. It was what transpired next that was a little overwhelming for me. Where a lot of people had say and there were moving pieces behind the scenes that I was disconnected from. That it was just a lot. And a lot of pressure was put on a situation that hadn't even started yet.
0: People get excited. Yes. And they get way off down the road because... Not that there's no skin off their back, but there's not. They can get their hopes up and run wild with things. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to them. Yes. So, yeah. You have to be careful. (laughs) So you
1: just have to be careful around that one. And I think part of it, it left both parties in the situation going, what the heck is happening? Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes. (laughs) Yeah. And then after a little bit, then we started talking and it's working fine for right now. That's more that I've shared about my personal life ever. So there you go. There's a freebie. Uh won't even charge for that. That wouldn't even be wow, behind a Patreon look wall. At look you. at that. Uh <laughs> so yeah, I I have I have seen kind of uh yeah the majority of the good mm-hmm. in this situation with a little bit not necessarily bad, just yeah. intense. Yeah. Uh so that's kind of my history mm-hmm. with it. I don't know what yours is, honestly. I, I, mine is so new that you're experiencing it with me.
0: I, um, I have been set up once where I actually talked to the guy long enough, went on a date and kind of like what you were saying earlier, super nice guy. It just wasn't like that, you know, it, it never went to a place where we were like, yeah, it was more of a friendly connection. I think in that instance. The person knew me, but not super well. And I think there was a little bit of, here's a guy who's really nice. Who's a solid Christian. And here's one thing they have in common. Hmm. And Here's a, you know, here's the girl that has the one thing in common, which is fine. I'm not, I don't, I don't mean that to sound negatively, but like, um, she's a nice girl. She's single. She's a Christian. Let's get them together. Now they approach it from the standpoint of Here we're going to make this introduction. You two see what's there. It wasn't a, we think y'all be perfect for each other. And way off down the road, it was just a, hey, why don't you guys talk and see? Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure. We talked for a couple weeks, went on a date and both just kind of said, hey, that was fun, but I don't, I don't want to again. No harm, no foul, move on. No big deal. Um, That's the only time I've ever actually like let somebody really, really? set me up.
1: Well, for some reason, I thought it happened once or twice more.
0: No, not, um, not in a, it actually went anywhere kind gotcha. of thing. Okay. Um, there's the, oh, I know this person or that person or, oh, what about this? What about that? And it just never went anywhere. Um, that's the only time that it actually I would say, yes, I was set up and went on a date. Blind date kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I, so I think this takes us then into the actual process of yeah. it of uh what I think what if we title this the art of the setup yeah um, how you actually pull this off yeah. the do's and the don'ts because mm-hmm. we're always really good about saying here are the problems and we never give you a solution <laughs> yeah so here's some solutions here's some <laughs> or some practical helps yes around uh, setting up because I'll say from experience mm-hmm. my limited pool of experience what has worked mm-hmm. well is giving me a really good rundown about why you think it'll work yeah not just a you're a Christian they're a Christian. We want you to meet. Yeah. Uh, we like them. We like you. So we, we just <laughs> want to put you together. good. Yeah. That's not what mm-hmm. I've experienced. It and that's was, what
0: I learned from that is, okay, if I did, if I ever was set up again, I would want some more information up front.
1: Well, and that's what I said. Give me reasons. Yeah. So why do you think it'll work? Don't just tell mm-hmm. me we love this person and we love you and we think... Exactly. Uh, we want you together. Yeah. We personally want you together. Uh-huh. Give me reasons why you think it would work. So mm-hmm. obviously... You're both Christians, but give me more details on that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're walking in a similar season of life. You're Uh like-minded on a lot of these things. Oh, you have really similar personalities and a lot of similar interests and Mm -hmm. you're in a similar season of life. Now you're giving me information and I'm I'm going,
0: interested, yeah. Huh. Uh
1: Uh-huh. All right, these are things that I have been looking for. Let's give it a shot. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be, what what are some of the things that you would say, maybe within what I just said, that you, you would give someone, if you're setting them up, you would give them and say, this is why I think it'll work.
0: Yes. Some, like, for me, if I'm, like, just in general, like, evaluating, oh, I wonder if so-and-so and so-and-so, or, like, you know, just kind of thinking it through, that's the, the that's my thought process of, before I would ever even say something, is mm. I'm not going to waste their time and make it awkward for me and then either party, it By just saying, hey, go out with this person, and then it's weird. So I'm sitting kind of like that. I'm sitting there thinking through, okay, at least a couple of things that aren't, you know, you're a Christian, they're a Christian, things that everyone is, I guess. Some, it's something, a couple or three things that I can latch onto that are like, oh, these are unique. Potential compatibilities. These are This is something that I can say very specifically about you and very specifically about you that I think would work together. Whether it's personality, it may be an obscure interest even. You know, both of you like this particular thing. Or both of you like food and you like this specific type thing. Like something which I think goes to your point then of you have to know the people well. Because if I don't know you well, I'm not going to know what those things yep. are. And so before I would even, because I have set somebody up, and but I was, I had other people saying, "Oh, like what about this or about that." I was like, "Well, I don't know." Like, hold on, hold on, and kind of dug into a little more, and then I was like, "Well, okay, maybe," Um, because yeah, I'm very much against the let's just throw two Christians together and they should be able to figure it out kind yes. of setup.
1: That's <laughs> not, not how that works. It's
0: not fair.
1: Um. Yeah, I think, yeah, you definitely hit what I was hoping we would get to pretty early on is yeah. you got to know both parties mm-hmm. or at least you got to know people that know both parties. Yes. So if you are on one end of the spectrum and go, I know this person really well, but I don't know the other person uh-huh. well, you need to know somebody that knows them well Yep. and say, hey, is there, is there even a potential for compatibility yeah. here? Because if you're just at the baseline values of saying they cute, they love Jesus and that'll, that'll, that'll work. <laughs> Yeah. That's not going to happen. Uh-huh. You need to know them well or know people that know them well, that can speak about their characters, speak about their interests, mm-hmm. and the season of life they're in and say, this is why it would work. Or going and going, mm, no, that's actually not going to work yeah. the way you think it is.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's fine to even go into it saying, hey, here's these good things. FYI, here's something that my, that I see as a potential... not red flag, but maybe a potential tension point or this might not be compatible or you might not like this. I think it's fine to tell them those things too because they may say, yeah, you know, actually I dated someone before that had that same thing and that really is a no-go for me or yes, I've experienced that and that really isn't gonna work and then you don't even go there. So I, I think you have to be careful if you're setting someone up just because you might really want this to happen, don't sugarcoat it or push aside things that might be possible negatives because you want it to happen so badly. That's not giving a fair and accurate picture. And it puts a pressure where there doesn't need to be one, I think.
1: So that's kind of the, the prerequisites for the setup. Yes. you gotta know both parties well and know the expectations. So going into early stages of mm-hmm. the setup, what would you say are important things like, as you're communicating to do and not to do with both parties.
0: I think, and this is just coming from me having dealt with the opposite of this, is I like to know or just ask point blank, hey, are you open to being set up?
1: That's an important question.
0: Um, As opposed to, oh my word, I have this person. I don't want to assume that on someone. Assume that on someone? Presume upon someone? You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. want to just automatically make it into this thing where I have this person and they're in a weird sense rejecting me. Um, I don't want to make that awkward for them. And so I, I either will know because they've told me or I'll ask, Hey, what do you think about being set up? Yeah. And then gauge it from there.
1: I I think that's really important for a whole lot of reasons. (laughs) A, because of what you mentioned of, uh, don't just assume something. Um, but on the other end of it, what could happen is, all right, well, I tell party A, I've got somebody for you. I tell party B, I got someone for you. Party A is good with being set mm-hmm. up, and they're all about it, and they're excited. Party P- B is not good with be being set up, and they're like, no. Well, you've well, already told you- <laughs> party A, and now they're going to be upset with you. Yeah. So go into it knowing both parties uh-huh. are fully willing to be set up mm-hmm. before you really go any further <laughs> with that. I agree. I think the next step then Uh is having the conversations with both parties. Okay, you're okay with being set up with this person Uh and vice versa. Let me, Like we said, give Uh you the reasons why I think you work and anything that you think might not work that going into it you just need to be aware of. And if they both say yes and okay, you need to establish the how of the setup.
0: Yes, I think that's the next thing. And here's my thought on it. You know, we've, we talk about like online dating and you think about all of that, (coughs) that whole sphere of things and it's called online dating, but you don't date online. No. uh, Online dating apps and websites are introduction apps, introduction. They're ways of being introduced Mm -hmm. to someone. In a sense, eHarmony is setting you up with someone. But they don't have any sort of real ongoing input into your relationship they have made an introduction they have you know especially with e-harmony they have their compa- compatibility thing they're like here's why we think you guys would get along and then they say have at it yeah i think setting someone up should be the same general idea you are an, a means of introduction for two people you have no unless they ask for it in certain situations they have questions they want feedback fine other than that you have no real ongoing oversight or input into their relationship outside of hey how's it like general friendly i know you i'm your friend how are things going yeah it's how i approach it
1: and i think you can do that in a couple different ways Mm -hmm. you can if they're more the approach of let's do this thing in a group Mm -hmm. dating community sure then be the group for them Mm -hmm. be the community for them if you have some other significant other you bring them along or Mm -hmm. if you got a friend group Bring them into the mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't do it in a massive group because yeah. that's baptism by fire. <laughs> yeah. um, but bring them in along that way and mm-hmm. say, you know what? I'm going to establish the connection. I'll bring you into the group and allow you to connect with them. Yeah. Uh, if they're not the group way and they're like, I got this, I yeah. can handle it. Get them their phone number so that they can correspond and interact.
0: Don't and be the go-between.
1: Back up. Yeah. I think where it can get messy is you're trying to operate as the go-between. Well, they said this, and they said this, and they're okay with this, and they're okay with Uh this, and this time works for them. Before you know it, you're you're way too entrenched in their relationship (laughs) or future relationship, Uh and you're putting so much pressure on yourself rather than saying, "All right, I love you both. Here's the connection point. (laughs) You got this. Yeah, yeah. And entrust them to that." Uh So I would say would kind of be the next step. So you've made the the connection, you have uh, set them up in a sense of you've given them every avenue to meet and yeah. engage with one another. What should you or should you not do as the person doing the setup?
0: After they've started talking to each other? Yes. I think you kind of just tell both of them, hey, I'm here if you need me, but I'm staying out of it. And I think you have to make it clear to both of them that they can tell you things if they have questions that you're not going to immediately relay to the other yep. other party involved. Like, if if I'm setting up a friend, I need them to know, hey, if I have a question I can come ask you about, like, hey, they said such and such, like, do you know? Like, they have a question, they have a concern, they have whatever, they can come ask you, and I'm not gonna then run and be like, oh my word, you're not gonna believe what they said, or oh my word, whatever. You know, she's crazy about you, She, you know, uh, all those things I think they both need to know up front. One, also for their peace of mind, but also two, so that in a weird way if they if someone were to be looking to try to get information, like you don't want to get into any sort of like potential manipulative whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I so for me I'm more of a just back off kind of yep. person. Now, if you want to text me and say, Hey, how are things going? And I'll give you a things are going really well. I'm uh-huh. enjoying getting to know them. I'm not I'm probably not giving you details. Yeah. Because I'm I'm concerned about that side of it and that angle of it mm-hmm. of being a reporting party because we know, especially in the church, how quickly oh, information yes. moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of will play it closer to the chest mm-hmm. and only let my core few know what's going on. Uh, and a lot of times I'll tell the people that are not connected to the situation a whole lot more information sure. than those that are. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's one of my biggest things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to... Be able to just be happy that what you thought might work yeah. is working. Yeah. And check in and say everything going well. Yeah. You're yeah. all good. And, and I, then back out.
0: Yeah. I think that depends too on like, if you're setting someone up and you know them well, but you're not like, y'all don't sit around and talk about their dating life otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think as a person setting them up, you can't suddenly be their BFF and expect to get all the details when that's not not the kind of relationship you had before. I think that's fair. Whereas if like you're setting up your best friend with this guy that you've kind of gotten to know a little bit more, you're like, oh, I think they'd be good. Well, obviously, you and your best friend have talked about that type of thing before. You're probably still going to talk about it more because that was already established.
1: Well, and I have a really close friend of mine that was set up uh, probably several months ago by a good friend of his Uh and it's working out great. Yeah. Uh, but that good friend has just done exactly what we're talking about. I'm there if you need me. Uh huh. And, uh, even when they actually first met in person, they decided, all right, we want to do the community route. So they're there to kind of help initiate and keep conversation going and make it comfortable. But over the course of that, them meeting,
0: they Mm -hmm. kind of slowly
1: backed out of the situation too and let yeah. the two people just get to know each other in a better setting that's perfectly fine <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a great way to approach it you just need to not be controlling I think is a yeah. big thing yes. I think you can get so invested in these are people that you care about and you want to see it work that you can mm-hmm. contry, try to control every little detail so that you can
0: you're trying to force an outcome you
1: can force the outcome mm-hmm. that you want
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you just can't do that Mm-mm. because as much as you might want it to happen God is sovereign and you're not yep So it's your job to be the faithful community there and to encourage them, check their hearts when they're not thinking correctly or encourage their hearts when they are thinking correctly and just need to continue to move forward. Say, I'm here for you as a sounding board, as a piece of community, to be praying for you. It's not your job to try and uh, manipulate an outcome that you want.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everybody will say, oh, yeah, I set them up. Now they're blissfully happy and all that. But.
1: And that's the one thing that I would also say, protect against pride as you're Uh setting people up. Don't be so proud that you're the one that made it happen. (laughs) Yeah. That you put unnecessary pressure on it. Why don't you just be excited for the people if it works out or Mm. say, all right, it didn't work out.
0: No big deal. No big
1: deal. Yeah. You just have to be really cautious around this setup. And I Mm -hmm. think it can be done really well and it can be done really poorly. Mm -hmm. Uh, If the end goal is to glorify God so that two believers can... Get to know one another and see if they're compatible for relationship and for marriage. There you go. Great.
0: Leave it at that. Yeah. If
1: the end goal is for you to be right, (laughs) probably back out.
0: Probably other things you need to be working on rather than setting people up. Um, Okay, so let's switch then to not the person doing the setup. Now you're the person who's being set up. Uh, I feel like there's a couple of different aspects of this. One, the mechanics of what do you do, what do you not do? Mm-hmm. But then there's also the, the mindset part of this one, of like, it's easy when someone's telling you like, oh, I think this would be perfect and it'd be great, and da-da-da-da, to get a little far ahead, because mm-hmm. here's this person who does know you well, who's like vouching for this, and so instead of starting at like zero, you're starting like at, you know, five or 12. I don't know what scale we're talking about on here, but further down the road.
1: I'm sorry, I'm still on your scale here. <laughs> Five or twelve. That's such random numbers. I know. When you talk about zero, you're going zero to sixty here. Okay, so don't start at thirty. There you go. <laughs> As I cough in the microphone. <laughs> I couldn't couldn't stop couldn't that one. Stop that sorry, one. people. Uh, the the setup one is interesting from the being from being the person that's set up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. managing expectations uh-huh. is massive. Um, I will communicate no pressure. Yes. So even though we have friends setting us up, there's no pressure. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a joy to get to know you, and I want to continue to get to know you and see whatever the Lord does with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a great way to approach it so the other person doesn't feel that weight. Yes. Of, well, people said that we're going to be good together, so we got to make it work. Yeah. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it Mm -hmm. works, great. Great. Yeah. So uh, go into it with... you can have expectations, just manage your expectations well and have right reasons for them. Yeah. I think is one part of it. Uh, but as you walk into it, don't be 30 steps down the road when you don't even know this person. Mm -hmm. So I know some people that could be set up and have one conversation and already have, uh, their, their house with a picket fence planned out. And this Uh is where we're going to move and driving around in neighborhoods going, we can move there and we can move there. (laughs) And like, You just met the person. Calm down. You need to take chill pill. Yeah, don't do that. So take it in stride.
0: Yeah. I think another, you kind of touched on it saying you communicate no pressure to them. I think just the early communication in general is super important because really, it's not that anyone's being deceptive or whatever, but you don't really know what the other person's been told a lot gets lost in translation in this so where like, okay, they've told you this, they told them that now you have this person's phone number and you're communicating and you don't really know what they know. Mm-hmm. I th- one, I think it can be a great icebreaker to acknowledge that. Oh wow. Okay. So what did Susie Q tell you? Like where, what you know? Tell me about yourself. What do you think? Like, what did she tell you about me? That kind of thing while you're communicating, Hey, it's no pressure, no big deal, whatever kind of set a baseline for where you're at mm-hmm. because you don't really know especially if the person's maybe closer to them than they are to you you don't know what they've been told or what you know and all that sort of thing
1: well and it levels the playing field too very true because uh, you, you could go into it knowing a whole lot about the other yeah. person and the other person comes in with go, i got two or three facts and that's all i got <laughs> yeah level of playing field. Uh-huh. so i know this 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 and this about you oh okay well let me tell you the, this, this, this the is same about thing me. about me. Right. So we're on a level playing yeah. field. We're starting out. We're playing fair here.
0: Yeah, because just like we were talking about when you're the person setting up, like you want to get out of it as soon as possible. I think when you're the two people who are being set up, you want to get them out of it as soon as possible from the standpoint of establish a level playing field, establish a foundation of the two of you getting to know each other, not the two of you being set up. You know, like you want to establish that baseline and move forward as because that introduction has happened get that out of it and just move forward
1: let me let me go back for a second i just thought yeah. of this for the person that's doing the setup uh-huh the reason why you want to kind of just back out yeah and allow whatever happens to happen uh is so that you can enjoy the friendship and the relationship too yeah because if you're doing the setup and then you're involved in every little thing and making sure it works out perfectly You're not enjoying a friendship with this new relationship and new couple. Uh
0: -uh.
1: You're you're sitting there trying to make everything work. (laughs) And there's so much pressure that you're placing on you Mm
0: -hmm. instead
1: of just being a friend that's there for them. So I think that's a big encouragement as Mm -hmm. well of if things progress and come out of it, okay, you gained uh, a new couple that you can go hang out with and spend time with. Mm -hmm. And that's enjoyable. And you don't have to feel any pressure outside of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't let the don't let the potential of a relationship usurp the people in like, don't let that become more important to you than the people involved. If you're the person setting up. Um, But yeah, I think if you're being set up, communicating that and getting, getting to a place where it's just the two of you getting to know each other as quickly as possible is really important.
1: (laughs) Yes. And, and I think that will mitigate a lot of confusion and chaos that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, we always say dating community. Sure. But that doesn't mean that you're dating a community.
0: (laughs) That's such a good way of (laughs) putting that. Big difference there. That is such a good way of putting that.
1: (laughs) You are with other people. Other people are in your lives and involved in your life, but you are not dating all of them. Yes. Because when everyone Uh has a hand and a say in it, it feels like you're dating a large community of people. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't like all of those people in that way. Yeah. I just, you uh-huh. want to get to know you. Yep. Have people involved. <laughs> just don't
0: just you and me, go on though. a date yeah.
1: with all of them at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and just like, it's funny. A lot of these are kind of turning out to be flip sides of the same thing in that like the person doing the setting up and the person being set up, you kind of have to do the same things to make sure everyone's on the same page. <coughs> but just like we were talking about, when you're setting someone up, make sure they know you're not playing go between and running information back and forth. I think it's probably good. Once you've established, like, Hey, we've talked, we are kind of interested. Let's see where this goes a little bit kind of establish with them. Hey, just so you know, like I'm not taking everything you tell me and running it back up the chain, you know, just like, I guess making that clear that, Hey, so-and-so has been removed from this equation for the most part. And it's just you and me. I think you got to kind of, at some point make that clear too.
1: I think especially, uh, so you, you've done all of the setting up, the setter or upper, <laughs> as, as you would say, uh, if, if you're closer with one person than you are the other mm-hmm. person, once it's set up and things have been established, go back to being that person's friend. Yep. It's not that you're not there for the other person. You just don't know them as well. And like you said way earlier on, it's not like you're going to completely change and now be fully invested yeah. in your lives all of a sudden because you have a vested interest. Go back to being that person's friend. Mm-hmm. Other person needs you great. Yeah. But they've probably also got their community.
0: Exactly.
1: Just go, go back to where it was before it started. Yeah. Be thankful that it, it is working out or be okay that it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Move forward. Yep. I think would be my, my big piece on what you just said.
0: Yeah. I think so. And then I think, I don't know, from there, honestly, just for, if it's if you're enjoying the conversation, just forget that it's a setup. Yeah. Who cares at that point, whether it's you met online, you met through a friend, you this person randomly walked into church and you asked them to lunch. Like, Who cares how it was? Here's a person you're getting to know. Put the blinders on, in a sense, and just get to know that person from there.
1: Here's the thing. In a relationship, you can only be set up one time. Yeah. So there's the initial setup, uh-huh. and it's not like they're setting up every other <laughs> thing going forward.
0: Yeah. You're set up one they time. better not be. Yeah. And then
1: once it's off and running... It's off and running. Mm-hmm. There's no more additional setups that are happening. Yeah. It was the one time. Yeah. And you move forward. So I think you have to get in that mode of thinking because that's the reality. Uh-huh. And if you constantly sit there and, well, well, we were just set up. Uh, yeah. What, what benefit <laughs> is there in that? Yeah. None, You're not helping yourself. None. <laughs> yeah. You're actually making it sound like it's a lesser thing. Yeah. So what it was set up.
0: Here's a really cool person. Great. Go with it. Yeah. You
1: just met somebody you enjoy spending time mm-hmm. with that honors the Lord. And you're like, I think there might be something here.
0: Yeah. Go with it. Run Good. with it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. You got there. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where we're all trying to get in the first place? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So then, okay. So we've talked about like the logistics of it. Do you have any like overarching thoughts on like, okay, if you're the person being set up, your mindset, it's probably going to be from the mindset from, Someone telling you, hey, I have this person I want to set you up with to first conversation with the person you're being set up with. Like, just managing your mindset in that. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, again, no pressure. Yep. And I tell myself that. Uh-huh. Don't put unnecessary pressure on this. Uh-huh. That you have to make it work because other people said it's going to work. Yeah. Um, and don't overthink it, which are two things that I'm really good at doing. <laughs> yes. um, I'm good at putting pressure on things uh-huh. by overthinking it. Uh-huh. Don't overthink it. At the end of the day, uh, you're meeting a brother and sister in christ and you're getting to know them Mm -hmm. and if nothing comes of it cool you just met another brother and sister in christ and that's one additional believer that you know i mean what's the harm in that Mm -hmm. i think that's actually a good thing and if it does work that's wonderful Mm -hmm. you just gained a relationship so either way what what benefit are you adding of putting unnecessary pressure on it of overthinking it I think Mm -hmm. that would be uh, an encouragement to me and to other people Mm -hmm. is don't do that. It's Mm -hmm. not helpful. It's not beneficial. Just go into it knowing, all right, have the joy of getting to know someone Mm -hmm. and see what happens after that.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that would be my overarching advice too is just, yeah, chill. (laughs) To sum up what you said, I think one thing that I would – what was I going to say? Hold I on. don't know what you were going to oh, yeah, say. Hold on. Let's
1: just sit here and filibuster until you figure <laughs> it out. I
0: can think of it. Oh, man. Don't put pressure on.
1: Oh, oh I remember. just think... keep all of that in the episode. <laughs> okay, right
0: I will. I remember, though. I was going to say is one thing that I tell myself is go into it knowing. Because we're talking about from knowing you're being set up until that first conversation. After that, all bets are off. But in that moment, go into it realizing there's probably going to be... Some awkwardness just because of the situation. There's probably going to be an awkward moment or two. There's probably going to be a moment of, I don't know what to say, and this is kind of odd and whatever. That doesn't mean it's not going to work. That doesn't mean something bad. It's just kind of awkward sometimes. So be okay with the awkward a little bit. If it's constant, okay, maybe not. But be okay with a little bit of that. Or at
1: least initial awkwardness.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Like Just embrace it, be okay with it, and move forward.
1: I mean I think there's uh, in most situations some sort of initial awkwardness. So that's why I say don't treat this any differently.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, good point. So yeah, I think that would be mine. Do you have any other any other thoughts?
1: No, I'm pretty thoughtless. You're
0: thought <laughs> you're all thought out. <laughs> I'm all thunked out. Okay. Well, we will wrap it up there, guys. This has been fun. We have I don't think we have ever in the history of looking for the middle yet. We we have not done a full episode or anything on like being set up. So this is A new topic for us. Which
1: hopefully will get you to forgive us for reposting something. (laughs) Yeah,
0: seriously. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh, man. Okay, guys. We will be back with a new episode next week. But until then, I'm Bethany.
1: And I want to be done coughing.
0: (laughs) And this is Looking for the Middle.